It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, big blue nation. It's time for Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's every Wildcat's best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Hello, Big Blue Nation. This is Just the Cats. My name is Michael Bennett. And we are here on May the 4th, 2020. I know everybody's excited to be back at it money, especially... Shannon, the dude who's really excited about being in this morning, aren't you? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the days are counting now. You're getting ready to take a little, uh, a couple of days off, right? I mean, you're yeah. feeling a little better about that. I'll take a couple of days. Things are starting to look a little more normal somewhat. At least they are in Indiana and other states. You know, we're still in lockdown for the most part in the great state of uh, Kentucky. But, but starting hopefully- next Monday, you'll be able to either go out and buy a new car or get your pet groomed. Is that what we should do? What will you do first? Will you go out and buy a new car or take Belmont? Which, by the way, how do you get Belmont to the groomer? What do you mean, how do I get him there? Do you have to rent a forklift or what? (laughs) He is not that over. Why are you already starting to make my blood boil? There's no way you pick that dog up and put it in the car. Poor guy. Listen. Belmont is 17 years old. He is a pure chocolate uh, lab, yeah. uh, which means he has hip dysplasia. He can barely walk anymore. But no, I don't. He is not overweight. Do you have a ramp that he goes up? How does he get? In, I'm being serious. It's a big dog. Yes, he is. I, I help him. Oh. It's so funny. I do. I get behind him, and he won't put his first paws, uh, front paws on the steps yet until he turns around to make certain I'm there. <laughs> and then he'll walk up, and as soon as he gets up there, he trots a little, turns around like as if he's saying thank you. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's a great dog. 17 years. I, I, I will be sad when he goes uh, to the next level, but uh, I won't be too terribly sad because he's lived a great life, and he is a great dog. So... Thanks for making weight a problem already today. So, uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about. What's, what's that for? I'm just asking a question. Yeah, sure you were. Uh, got a lot of things to talk about. First of all, I do want to, uh, uh, shout out to the Coffee Zone. I know we're getting right into it, but I want everybody to help all the businesses out there. Coffee Zone is a great one. It's at Westport Village. Make sure you go there. Their business has been down like 35, uh, I'm sorry has been down 65 to 70%. And if you're on your way to get a cup of coffee, go to the coffee zone and tell them I sent you there and tell Craig hello and his wife, Diana. So, All right, so the weekend had the virtual derby. Did you watch it at all? I saw a little bit of it. Okay. Well, well wait a minute. I mean, it was only you, two you, minutes long, but I watched, exactly. like 30, I watched the last 30 seconds of it. You did watch the last 30 seconds. And Secretariat won. Yeah. Spoiler alert in case anybody didn't see it. Well, no surprise there. I, I mean, mean, we all knew that was what was going to happen, right? Yes. Yes, we did. And I, I I didn't see anything listed as the actual order in place. I want to know who the Triple Crown winner that was dead last. Evidently, it wasn't that much of a Triple Crown winner. It was slow out of the gate. Uh, evidently. so The digital did, gate slowed it down. What did you think of the virtual derby? <laughs> well, it's a video game. 
It what was. did I think exactly. of it? I mean, so it, you didn't think much of it, like no, I didn't. Either. No, I mean, I guess it's something. But I mean, it was a nice, it was a nice gesture. And uh, you know, majority of the day, especially here in Louisville, they showed from the morning till that afternoon, and when uh, the national broadcast took over, they showed the replay of the 2015 Derby. Yep. Here's my criticism of that. I, I, I think it's great that they did. I would have liked to see last year. There was so much controversy with last year. That I, I thought that would have been the better pick. Am I wrong about that? Well, I mean, they they picked twenty fifteen because that was the triple crown winner. I understand they won an American Pharaoh, right. and because he was the last triple crown winner we had. But if you want more spotlight, because w- we don't get to see American Pharaoh win the entire triple crown, or is that what we're going to do in a couple of weeks when it's supposed to be the Preakness? Maybe so. They're going to show the uh, two thousand fifteen again. Maybe so. Wasn't the Arkansas Derby also going on this weekend? Did you watch any of that? I watched the replay. I did not watch any of it. Uh, I got sick of being inside and went outside. So, because you know, they had two races for the Arkansas Derby. I do know that. Yes. Yeah. Which, uh, and I wish they would have taken the two winners and had them square off one on one to determine the winner. Exactly. But apparently, one of the groups of horses was a far superior group to the, the other. Second group, wasn't but it? and I've heard people say, "Well, you can't do that." But why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have that and then have the underdog horse? Race against the favorite. I like that. Yeah, right? The, and then the, what a great story that would be if the horse that won from the lesser group beat beat the winner of the superior group. I can't remember the name of the horse that won the first one. The The second was Nadal. Both of them, are you ready for this, are, own, are uh, trained by the same trainer, Bob Baffert, who I'm not a big fan of, by the way. Oh, no, we've talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah we have talked about that in the past. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, that was a crazy day knowing that okay, it's supposed to be Derby Day, and we're actually watching the uh, the Arkansas Derby. So well, good for them for at least doing that. But uh, I just feel like yeah, good for Arkansas Derby to come yeah. in and see a market and and know that people are going to be wanting to watch horse racing that day and and actually have live races. Take advantage of it, right? I, I don't blame them. I think it's great for them as well. Now, what's going to happen, Shannon? Let's talk about this for a second. Let's say, for instance. Uh, obviously, the, uh, the the Derby is now scheduled, which we all know, for uh, the first Saturday of September, which is Labor Day weekend. Let's just say, for instance, uh, that things don't go well and we start closing down everything again and they cancel the Derby completely. What will that do to the horses that qualified for the Derby this year? Would you let them in the Derby next year for a one time where they let four-year-olds be a part of the I don't think derby? you can do that. I mean, doesn't that compromise the the rules of the Derby? It but does. I think you're going on a big hypothetical here. Total big hypothetical. So I, don't, I, don't, I thought it was a good question. I think we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but I don't okay. think we're going to come to that point. Well, hopefully not. All I hear is more and more people saying that uh, it's, it's going to be tough that we're going to have or questioning that we're going to have fans in the stands for the Derby. And well, that's, I, that's terrible. So. I mean, I'm starting to see all – I mean, people are out in parks. People are out all over the country – there's no social distancing going on there, so I'm thinking if you're going to have beaches crowded and parks crowded and everybody walking right up against each other, what's the difference of having them in the stands? I mean, they're there doing that no right now. I mean, this is what, May the 4th? Yep. So put four more months onto that. Why couldn't you have people in the stands? Well, you, yeah. It's just. It's, I mean, this, this, this thing's know? been going on for two weeks, right? In two weeks, we shut everything down. Now we're reopening. That's in no, two not months. Two weeks. Not two weeks. I said two months. Oh, you said two weeks at first. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, everything's okay. Okay. Uh, Tim said Sir Barton came in last. Okay. So they're going to have virtual race, races on Preakness and Belmont, too. So there you go. 
Uh, we Can't wait for that. Secretariat. Yeah. I, who's going to beat Secretariat when it came to – didn't he have the record, course, uh, racetrack record for – I don't know if he did for the Preakness. I know he did for the Belmont, which still stands today. How's anybody going to beat him then? So, I don't know. I, I know he's a fan favorite when it comes to Secretariat. I, I remember when Secretariat passed away. UK played a football game that weekend, and they had a moment of silence at the football game. And we're still honoring – Honoring Secretary to this day, right? With the silks. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. The checkerboards. And they are pretty. I, I do like the silks. I, 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 uh, is it just because it's Tennessee and the Southern I don't know. I'm not getting complains? into that. Yes, yeah, I figured you wouldn't want to get into that. You don't want to get in trouble in about an hour or so. But get into I, trouble with who? Yeah, I think you know. With uh, who? With Matt. I don't think you want to say anything because he can't stand him and he's leading the cause. Why would I get in we trouble? Should, we should hate these uh, uh, checkerboards. But, well, you got your uh, nice little, you know, motorcycle. It's not a motorcycle, but it's a moped. Okay. It's, it's a checkerboard. All right. So, NFL, you heard the big news about this, plans to start the season on time and will release the uh, full schedule next week. Uh, and it's not going to be at a centralized location like they had uh, talked about briefly, but plan on having games at their own stadiums. I'm a little surprised by that, quite honestly. And, of course, obviously, and they've already kind of alluded that they're not going to allow fans the first few games. But I I like it. I Mm -hmm. mean, at least because the first few games anyway, if you want to be honest, you got uh, their exhibition games. Will they have the exhibition games in the stadiums? I doubt it. There's no need to go because that's another way for these teams to generate more money, and it's going to cost a lot more money. Don't you think they'll have the exhibition games in the practice facilities opposed to the stadiums? I mean, that's a possibility. Definitely. Although they do they do televise them, but, I mean, that's a lot of money to open up a stadium to have nobody there. Right. right. And I'm not surprised that they're going to have the season start on time. I mean, we talked about baseball coming back before then, so – I, I, again, by September, I think that things will be close to normal. I really do. You do. Okay. I, I think by October we will have fans in the stands in the stands at NFL games, and then how, I think, and I think a month later after that, you'll start seeing it in college. How how do you predict how different it will be? Will they be taking temperatures of everybody that comes in? Will you be required to wear a mask? Do you see, in, or they'll be required to just attend and that's it? I mean, your guess is as good as mine on this. We're just guessing. I think there's going to be changes. I really do. I'm going to predict right now. I would not be surprised, just as if you're going into uh, Rupp Arena today or any Coliseum, uh, Yum Center downtown. You have to go through a metal detector. I bet a part of that process is they're going to take your temperature. Okay, let's play this out. All right. I'm going to a game. Yes. I just just spent uh, however much on a ticket. Yep. And then I go up there and they say, well, you got a temperature. Right. Right. Now, what's going to happen how pissed off is this thing going to be I when they get turned away yeah. because they had a temperature that was a tenth of a degree yeah. over whatever the limit was, well, 98.6? They have a temperature of 98.7. I don't think it'll be something like that because people do have well, – There's got to be a cutoff. There has to be a cutoff. Okay, so I don't think it's going to be something like that. It's going to be, it's gonna be what, 99? No, I think it's going to be like 100, a little over 100. Yeah, there'll be times that. So you're okay with people going into a stadium with a low grade fever, but if they have, if they're at a hundred, no. I mean, there's got to be a cutoff, is what I'm saying. Yes, there there has to be a cutoff, and yeah, it's going to have to be something like that. It's going to have to be where, listen, take your temperature before you leave. If you're not feeling good, you shouldn't be going anyway. 
So if you've got a temperature of 101, you shouldn't be going anywhere. Uh, that's okay. Uh, this is <laughs> Michael's going to be outside with the thermometer with everybody. That's it, exactly. We're going to take a break. 502. 20,000 people getting their temperature checked. <laughs> 505 if you want to give us a call. Or you can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Or you can join us on Zoom. Uh, we're up and going there, and you can Zoom at 811-968-3194. We'll be right back with more. This is Just the Cat. For listening to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. 502-571-1080. Or you can Zoom with us at 811-968-3194. You don't need a password. Just download Zoom and you can see uh, our our ugly faces on uh, Zoom. So as far as that goes, or you can also tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. So uh, Tim said, uh, what about when your skin is hot because you've been tailgating and your temperature reads higher mm-hmm. than your normal temp? And what about when you've been doing shots of fireball out in the parking lot for the past <laughs> two hours? You're going to have a little bit of a fever before you go in if, you're, if you've been you drinking. You think so? All yeah. right. So what, what, uh, well, you know, most of the time, I, for instance, now, after that car wreck I had, uh, I've been going now that physical therapy is open. I started last week going to physical therapy. And as soon as I walk in, of course, I got a mask on. You're required to wear a mask in there. And he takes my temperature by my forehead. Mm-hmm. So is that not accurate? Is that what you're telling me? Well, okay. Are they going to go and, like, change? Okay, when they do that, do they put anything like a protective layer of plastic or paper or anything? Y- on I the thing, so. otherwise you're touching twenty thousand people with the same thing on their head. That's spreading the virus even more potentially. You know, I don't even remember if that was. He, maybe think he about is, maybe that. It, yeah, if there's not a, a thing that they like a strip of, let's say, paper or something that goes on there. Yes. Otherwise, you're you're taking this device and touching twenty thousand people on the head, which you're not supposed to touch your face. That's how the virus spreads. I'm trying to think right now if there is something. Maybe he does put something on because I'm like you. If he's if he's touching it you know, the same way he's touching it with everybody else, yeah, I'm not touching my forehead. I'm going immediately to wash my face. So, that's so now you created a bigger problem. It, well, yeah, but I, I just feel like it's going to be one of those situations. Uh, how do you open the stadiums? Don't you feel like the re- the reason they're opening them? Well, they're not opening. Okay, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because <laughs> they're not doing that when you go to a hardware store or grocery right. store. Yeah. Maybe they won't at a stadium, but yep. you're sitting a lot closer to people uh, at the stadiums. Unlike when you're going to the grocery store and these other places, mm-hmm. that's the biggest difference. So that's what kind of makes me feel like as you're entering the stadium, they might take that chance. Uh, to say, okay, we're going to take the temperature of everybody. Yeah. Okay. Am I wrong? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I don't know. I'm not okay. Nostradamus right. here. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's Nostradamus, it's not nose. Uh, Andy Dalton uh, is, is now headed to the Cowboys. What do you think about that? He has a contract of $7 million for one year, $3 million of it's guaranteed. I, I, I just, I, uh, I feel like this is. Uh, just destined to be a clipboard holder for uh, however long he's at the Cowboys, if he's even there for a year. I don't feel like that he's going to be a long-term kind of guy. He didn't really perform that well at uh, Cincinnati. Yes, he did make the playoffs. Who can blame him? My gosh. Well, I mean, I I blame the ownership is who I blame. That's who I blame. Who else do you blame? That's what I'm saying. You can't really blame Andy Dalton for not performing with the Bengals. I mean, I don't know. 
any quarterback that would succeed there. All right, so uh, Evansville, one of their players, six foot nine forward uh, from Houston, Texas, DeAndre Williams, put himself in the transfer portal. So there, now we have a, a player that played against a team that actually beat us and uh, makes you wonder, okay, is this another good solution for U.K. basketball? Uh, of course, when he played against Kentucky, he scored nine points, but uh, and he averaged 15 points per game for the year and seven rebounds. Could this be a solution for uh, replacing E.J. Montgomery? Maybe so. I mean, I don't know if, if Cal is ready to make that move just yet or if he wants to continue to look. You well, know? he sh- he shot 65% from the floor. And he shot 45% from three-point land. Yep. So obviously he's a good player. And, but unfortunately for him, he got a back injury and had to sit out a good portion of the season in which when he was out, uh, Evansville didn't lo- win a single game. So is that you what wonder? we want now? Well, <sighs> we want something. You can't I beat mean, him, join him? Is that, what, <laughs> is that what's going on here? Just I, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to figure out what is our best solution. We've I don't know, man. I, I, can't, I can't think that a guy from Evansville is going to be the solution. I mean, no offense, but well, he played for Evansville. Is yeah, that what is that what we've come to at Kentucky? <laughs> We're now taking Evansville been. recruits, and well, that and that's going to be the be all end all of a championship. I don't well, think so, man. Okay, well, he is being considered by a few other teams, or he's considering a few other teams, including Arkansas, Baylor, Memphis, and UK. So those are the four teams he's considering. Out of those four teams, I really feel like Memphis is probably going to be be his best. Uh, best place to go i don't feel like it's going to be coming to uk i mean uh, i want to talk about uh, penny hardaway in a minute but let's go to the phone lines 502-571-1080 who's up steve what's up steve hey there can you hear me yeah, i can hear you perfectly hey they're not putting anything on your forehead they're using a temperature gun it points a red laser at your forehead well, that's better. touching people's forehead. Yep. Okay, so it's not uh, – I, I don't remember if it touched my forehead or not. So I, I just want to see – if they do it that way, I just want to see the ruckus it causes when somebody gets denied to go in because you know that's going well, to happen. They're, actually, they're doing it on your forehead, which is the wrong spot. They're supposed to do it in the corner of your eye. You should close your eyes so the laser doesn't hit your eye. Really? And then point the laser in the corner of your eye. That's the most accurate spot on the face. Is it real? Okay. Well, see, but the problem is, if they do this, do you feel like they're going to do this uh, to open up the stadiums and let fans go watch games? Steven? I don't know what they're going to do, but I know everywhere I'm going to work right now, I I, I run commercial, industrial, HVAC service. Everywhere we're going, they are putting a temperature gun on your forehead. Are they really? Okay. All right. Anything else? Yes, they are. All right, perfect. That's it, buddy. All right, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate that. All right, so the the eye is the place that you're supposed to get the temperature the most accurate. Yeah, and we're all, again, I don't want to go too far into this because we don't even know that's how things are going to work when they do open things. No, of course not. But again, though, if they do it that way, can you imagine the group of people who don't, you know, don't get in because of the, the temperature being too high? Then all of a sudden you got a whole riot on your hands. Yeah, but you know what? They're going to know that if they're not feeling good, if they feel like they might have a fever. Or they're going to dispute it. They're going to say, I feel fine. Your gun's off. 
Well, that could be another. Okay, situation. now you get that's, that's what I'm saying. You're going right. to have a whole mess on your hands if you try and to you do know, that. Just like when you get pulled over, the uh, the, yep. the police the breathalyzer. It's breathalyzer, and also they've taken you know the gun. Yep. Uh, and and not the gun, the speed gun, with radar. Yep. And and hit it twice to yep. make sure that you're speeding. By the way, I got pulled over Friday. Did oh, I, did you? I did. I got pulled over. I had nothing on my mind. <clears throat> Uh, when it came to driving and paying attention, the guy says, Michael, you know, it's not the speeding you were doing, which was 71, but it's the reckless driving you just cut in front of somebody. Oh, my God. You do drive terribly. Right, we'll see you in a minute. This is Just the Cat. Now back to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 10 580 if you want to join us. So UK gets a couple of recruits over the weekend. Uh, one was uh, three star out of Euclid, Ohio, Armand Scott. Uh, of course, Vince Merrill, being out of Ohio, Vince Merrill was in charge of this. He's six foot three, two hundred pounds, ranked one hundred eighteenth wide receiver in the uh, United States, twenty first player uh, in Ohio. Uh, picked UK over Cincinnati, Boston, Michigan State, Toledo, Wake Forest, and a bunch of others. So uh, it's a sixth recruit for UK in the uh, uh, for the twenty one class, and he's also the team of, of the uh, UK recruit Chauncey uh, Hagwood. So pretty good pickup right there, which I'm uh, looking forward to more receivers. What are you, what are you swatting at? Uh, there's a bug that just you have gnats in me. your house. I, I got the door wide open because I'm burning up. Okay, <laughs> every day like swatting stuff. What, what do you want me to do? Just leave it right there. Uh, but uh, UK football also got uh, over the weekend out of Huntsville, Alabama, Khalil Saunders. He's six foot, six foot five, two hundred seventy uh, two hundred seventy pounds uh, uh, defensive player. Uh, so not yet ranked. So they feel like. He's kind of one of those uh, T.J. Carter, C.J. or Calvin Taylor type uh, players that he might be a diamond in the rough. Just, just like because Calvin Taylor, they gave him two stars at the end, but a lot of people didn't feel like he even deserved the two stars. And look what kind of player he turned into right. for Kentucky. So they're expecting great things out of this guy. And of course, John Summerall uh, is in charge of this recruit. I, listen, John Summerall. Might be the up and coming recruit recruiter for Kentucky football because he's getting some really good players uh, in places we haven't gotten in a long time. And I mean, we're going to continue to do that. I think at Kentucky, we've talked about how you know they've gotten the recru- recruiting momentum started, you know, yes. a few years ago, and now we're just starting to see more and more of the results of that from a couple of years ago. A lot of you know, so- a lot of good work from. Not only Coach Stoops and Vince Merrill, but like you said, the rest of the coaching staff as well. Somebody put up a stat, what was a couple weeks ago, when they had the NFL draft, where uh, ranking, putting up the number of stars that players were going into college and uh, how many were drafting the first, second, third round. And it was astonishing that majority of the players, if I remember correctly, were three-star players, which is surprising to me. And I don't know if you saw this or not, but the last week – Tennis Stink has gotten like five or six players mm-hmm. that are four and five stars. I mean, they're on fire. Did you know that they reason. are going to be the Eastern SEC Eastern champions within the next five years? Did you Do know they that? Really? You know who said <laughs> that? Barrett Sally. <laughs> Barrett Sally tweeted that out. I just want you to know. So it's done. Within the next five years, Tennessee is going to be SEC East champions. You're just not going to let that go, are you? No, Barrett Sally By said the way, so. 
By the way, that reminds me of a thing, because, you know, I heard your little rant uh, on the uh, on KSR Friday. Mm-hmm. I, I heard you complaining about this, and then all of a sudden you were complaining that you only got one line when it came, because you put all this effort into the iHeart, uh, we're here for you, or we're here, whatever the little line was that you said. And, of course, was I asked to be on that at all? No. I mean, you complained about your one line, right. and I didn't get on at all. Well, I, so. I think it has to do with the fact that the following is a paid program. <laughs> I think it has to do with the following is a paid program. You're probably right. What, Tom Leach? Well, wait a minute now. That's a, that's a good argument, but I'm going to defeat it okay. because Tom Leach was on it. Yeah. And the well, following is a paid program it, when it, it comes to the Leach is Report. Is Michael Bennett the voice of the Wildcats? No, I am not. Okay, then. But well, you're every Wildcats best friend, if that's any consolation. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, that's no consolation whatsoever. <laughs> Did you watch the last dance last night? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I, I think it's fine. I mean, I know a lot of people are like in love with it because there's really no sports on. But it's it's not like I don't think it's as great as everybody's acting like it is. You've got to be kidding I, I just, me! I just I don't know. It, it's fine. I mean, I enjoy it, but you know, I, I am not a tremendously big NBA fan. Yeah, but I got to tell you, I have. Thoroughly enjoyed this. It, it, the, the two hours goes by so fast. So I, I guess I'm totally different when it comes to your comparison. I think it's. I phenomenal. mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just right. I, I don't You're know. Just not into it. Yeah. I mean, I watched episodes one through four, and they, they were interesting, wow. but it wasn't like it was. Oh my god! I got to see six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Well, it was pretty cool last night. Kobe Bryant, <clears throat> which I've always liked, Kobe Bryant, and. Uh, uh, he was saying last night uh, that uh, during the, 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 the first time he was in the NBA uh, All-Star game, uh, <clears throat> he got up the nerve to go up to Michael Jordan and ask him some questions, how you do certain things. And he said Michael Jordan took the time to answer every question he had into a way that it really helped his game. And then afterwards said, hey, you call me anytime." And then Kobe Bryant goes out and says, listen, the information I'm giving to all the other players that ask me, I'm only getting – it's not me that came up with this. I only gave it and always gives Michael Jordan credit. I thought that was really cool and a really nice touch. They dedicated the show to Kobe Bryant last night, which it was just – it really uh, just made me really kind of sad too. But it was so neat to see how Kobe Bryant credited Michael Jordan for so much. Yeah, well, I'll have to go back and watch it then. Yeah. I I know you're you're a big fan of it, so – I am a big fan. The only thing I don't understand, they do show Michael Jordan lacing up his own shoes before games. Explain that what, to me. Okay, I, I did watch. A, like I said, did watch a little bit of it. Was it the yes. new episode where he was talking about where he had his shoes laced up, yes. and and they were so tight that his feet were bleeding after the game. Yes. That was the last time he was playing in Madison Square Gardens. So he wanted to give tribute to his shoes that right. he wore the first time he played in Madison Square Garden. And he said that uh, his feet hurt so much that there was blood literally going through his sock. Ugh. Uh, yeah, can that. you imagine going through something like that? Yeah. But why is he lacing up his own shoes? I mean, what do you mean? He's the greatest NBA basketball ever. He needs to hire somebody to lace his shoes for him? I I feel like somebody on the Bulls should be lacing up his own shoes. Do you have somebody lacing your shoes every morning? No. Is that part of the butler's uh, job description? Stop. Stop. (laughs) No. I I do have my favorite shoes on, though. My my nice pink Nikes, which are always comfortable. It's fuchsia. What? Is that fuchsia? That color of your shoes. It's it's hot pink. Hot pink. It's hot pink. Okay. Uh... 
I, I, I did get a little more understanding about the dream team and the reason that Isaiah Thomas wasn't on. Michael Jordan gets a lot of the blame when it came to the dream team for Isaiah not being on. Isaiah, arguably one of the best point guards to play in the NBA. Love him or hate him, he was still a great player, but I, I, Michael Jordan got a lot of the blame, and it wasn't all him. Scottie Pippen had a little riff, or a big riff, with uh, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, Magic Johnson did. Charles Barkley did. And they wanted that camaraderie on the team, which made a difference, and it did make a difference. So I can't imagine have some, having somebody on a team that you just ha- absolutely want to destroy every single well, time. Well, Michael Jordan, as we know from, what was it, part three or four yeah. Michael Jordan still hates Isaiah Thomas to this he day. He does. Yeah. He does. I mean, it's amazing how much he has held that grudge over the years. Yeah. And then the other part was how much he gambles. Now, I remember a story playing with uh, Jack Givens uh, last summer. And Jack kept talking about how he uh, wanted uh, Michael Jordan wanted him to come play golf with him. And Jack said, I'm not going to play golf with you. I can't afford the amount of money you gamble. <laughs> And he said it's not a ga- Michael Jordan said it's not a gambling problem because a lot of people were criticizing him when he went down uh, during the playoffs and they were down 0-2 to the Knicks. He goes down to uh, Jersey Shore to do some gambling one night. He goes, I can afford it. If it was a point where I was keeping food off the table, my, my family wouldn't get anything that they needed, then that would be a gambling problem. problem. I'm more of a competition problem. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's not like he lost everything he has. He's worth how much money to this day? So and obviously it worked out for him. billion, isn't yeah. I don't know what his net worth is. Yeah. But I didn't remember. They did talk about the shoe contract. When he first uh, – he, he wouldn't wear the Raybok uh, clothes or display it. He put – when they won the Olympics, he put an American flag over the uh, Raybok uh, – The Raybok's, yeah. Yeah, the Raybok symbol on yeah. his, jer- uh, his jacket uh, there. Do you have any Raybok stuff? Uh, no, I have nothing. You realize it's Reebok. 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 Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks. Okay. Reebok. Reebok. Is that like a cross between Reebok and Ray-Ban sunglasses? A Reebok. Really? Does it matter at this point? <laughs> I'm, thank goodness we're not I'll, doing I'll tell you what. Anymore. I like Raybox and Nike. That's my two favorites. <laughs> Raybox and Nike. Well, where do you get Nike from Nike? If you, if you, if you ask me, everybody that knows me for all of my life, they call me Mike Bennett. And that's, but my mother always called me Michael, and I always loved that. And that's when I had a former girlfriend that called me Michael all the time, a girl named Lisa Holloway. And she called me Michael, and I always liked it. And so I just, but you know, people call me Mike. How do you spell Mike? M I K E. Yeah. You don't call Mikey off a of Mike. I call you Mikey. Oh, gosh. Anyway, uh, let's yeah. head to a break here. I'm going I'm to I'm lace up my Ray box down here, and we'll, we'll go to a break. <laughs> All right, fine. Hold me against that as much as you will. I know you will. <laughs> 502-571-1080, or uh, you can tweet Ray me box. at Just the Cat Radio. We'll be right back with more Ray box Talk. This is Just the Cat. Thanks for listening to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. 502-571-1080, or you can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Rick tweeted out, Shannon, the dude seems in a bad mood this a.m. I'm good. It's, you know, it's Monday. I'm just, I think I'm just tired of all of this like everybody else. Yeah. It, it slowly starts to wear on us, and some people take it differently than others. 
Well, yeah. I mean, by this time, you would like to be down in Florida and going to your concerts down there. And I know mm-hmm. that's kind of created havoc on you. And, yep. Uh, you're not making near the money you have in the past, and so that makes a, a, a big difference. I it mean, all it's, it's wears all on of you. Us. Yep. It does, and I'm tired it's, of it's being a psychological in my wear down that just slowly happens. And, 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 and other, you know, everybody reacts a little bit differently to it. Yeah, I, well, I'm tired of being in the basement. I'd rather be there in the studio with you. I think it makes a difference, but it's so, been so, nice. something else that's kind of brought the mood down. Oh, really? Something that's on my on my radar now that I didn't even know existed until yesterday. Oh, no. Have you heard of murderous hornets? <laughs> I have seen this. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> Just when we think we can get out of quarantine, Asian murder hornets have now come to America. Now, explain what an Asian murder hornet well, is. Well, uh, uh, maybe I, that's what was flying around me a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> well. I don't know, but I'm just learning about it, so I don't have all the details. But from my understanding, yes. these hornets, first of all, are about two inches long. Oh, my God. Which means they're huge. Yes. And they they go around, and they can take out an entire honeybee population. Wow. They rip the heads off the honeybees. They murder honeybees. <laughs> and they can kill humans if they sting you multiple times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Why, why is everything coming from Asia? I don't. Oh, I don't. That's that's beside the point. Well, it is. I mean, that's part of. The, you just called it Asian murders horn. That's what they're called. Okay. I don't think we need to dwell on the fact that it came from there. The, okay. the bigger the the point is these murder hornets are now here in the country, and they're taking out our honeybees and maybe people. This is crazy. That is crazy. Because I, I, have you been stung before? Not by a murderous hornet. Well, thank goodness you haven't been. No, I'm, I'm just talking about a wasp or well, anything sure. like that. Oh, yeah. Have been, yeah, it's been a long time since People I People who have been stung by these says that it feels like hot steel, which is a hard word for me to say, Holy being from Bullock cow. County. Hot yeah. steel going into your skin. Hot steel going into your skin. Yeah. Yeah, you are sounding like Mount Washington right there. Hot steel uh, going into your skin. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, that doesn't sound like much fun to me. So uh, has it said where they are being found so far? Are they in Kentucky or? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't looked that far into it. I, I don't uh, I don't know. It's bad, though. The hornets are coming out right when right when we're coming out of quarantine. Michael said, if I get stung by a wasp, I will die within four hours without a shot. A murderous hornet would kill me even faster. This terrifies me. Yeah. So there you go. You have Don't now you. terrified some of our listeners. Well, I'm just wanting everybody to be aware of what's going on out there. Robert tweeted out, does Boat Boy 33 need a flea collar? Uh, no, I don't. I just I, I have the door open down here because for some reason I can't t- explain why. <laughs> Not for Belmont, for you, right? No, yeah, exactly. I have no idea why. I don't sweat when I'm in the studio yeah. here at my own house. I sweat from, like some sort of farm animal. I can't describe it. But uh, yeah. uh, BBN has unfinished business. Said Michael Bennett, where can a bra get a pair of them Raybox? They sound fly. Okay, there we go. All right, well, let's talk about this. The mountain from Game of Thrones. Did you see this? I, should I even attempt to pronounce his correct name? Go ahead. Half Thor Bjornsson. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, he broke the record for deadlift. Did you see this over the weekend? Over 1,100 pounds, right? 1,104 pounds. Did you see him do it? Yeah. I mean, the dude looks like he's wearing shoulder pads. I, he's got just, I know he's fit, but it's just so odd looking. And 
because you look at two different types of fits. You look at my fit, and then you look at this dude's fit. It's like, oh, my gosh. To me, that is it looks uncomfortable. Well, let me ask you this. You've seen the size of that guy who deadlifted 1,100 pounds. Would you rather get punched in the face one time or stung by a murderous hornet? Stung by a murderous hornet, I can tell you right now. <laughs> Give me two or three of those, and I'll be okay. Yeah. Being hit in the – because wait, of the, wait, wait a minute. Where are you talking about being hit? In the face. Because no, if the yeah. guy hits you, you're going to be you know sucking food out of a straw for the next six months. But if a <laughs> murderous no hornet – Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah have plastic I, surgery. I will need a but dental if a murder, implant. But if a, a murder hornet stings you, you may not live to see tomorrow. Yeah, but you know what? You may not live to see uh, the next hour after being hit by that That's guy. True. That's true. That's why it's a good hypothetical. See, exactly. So you're, so you're taking the Hornet. I'm taking the Hornet in a New York second. What are you taking? By, by the way, the Hornet stings you in the face, too. The same place the guy's <laughs> going to hit you in the face. You're really? Ta- you're taking the, the Hornet okay. sting to the face. I'm taking, yeah. Where on the face? Right on your nose. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. My nose is so big anyway. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll bother me on the nose like it would. It, like if he got me on my eyelid or somewhere around my eye or something, I think that would be more painful. Yeah. Where are you taking it? Uh, and mm. Are you taking it on the nose or are you taking the, the hit to the face? Mm, I think I'll probably take my chances with the murderer's hornet. What? Yeah, see, I am too. Yeah. Because he, he can, that dude, the mountain can break. If, the, if that guy punches as big as he, I mean, he looks... You gotta he's see massive. the size of this guy, yeah. Yeah, he's mad. It looks uncomfortable. I think one punch from him would maybe kill you. By the way, I want to talk about this real quick. Uh, a guy that, uh, or a lady, I should say, has a business called The Crafty Lady. Her name is Pam Horn. Uh, her Twitter is at CraftyLady1 or Facebook Crafty Lady. She made some glasses for us, Shannon. Yes. You got yours over the weekend. Thank you very much for those. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, just the cat's glass. And she can do these personalized. She does NFL, college teams. They're really cool. But got to, she can do Pilsner like she did for us, mugs, wine, uh, any kind of rock glasses. She does uh, shirts. But etched glass is kind of their forte. They're really, they're in fact doing one that is uh, called for a whiskey bottle. They're making it uh, personalized for somebody. You can call them at 502 507 uh, 1794, 502, 507, 1794. Talk to Billy Thompson or his wife, uh, Pam Horn, and, uh, they'll take care of you doing whatever you want with glasses. It's pretty cool. So Crafty Lady, or Crafty Lady One on Twitter. So it's only 10 bucks at that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I well appreciate worth it. them doing that for Yes, us. thank you very much for that. But, uh, all right. So Penny Hardaway, let's talk about him for a minute because he's made some comments about, uh, the, the G League. He's upset because one of his players, his big recruit, left to go to the G League. He thinks that once a player commits to a college, the G League should stay off. And since they uh, went after their player, it's it's kind of like tampering. Right. Well, are we talking about a verbal commitment or a signed on the dotted line? Signed I am coming on the to, dotted line. Yeah, once you sign, yeah, once you sign, then I think that you should be there, at least for a year. You see what you I'm do. saying? Yeah, at okay, least for so a year. You think he should have stayed and the G League should not be allowed what, to go Once you have signed on the dotted line to play for a college, you've committed to them. I don't think you should be able to just leave and go that year to the G League. Now, of course, with the transfer rule, you're going to be able to it's going to have to be a year by year thing, right? But what if it's a money situation that something unfortunate happened with the family? And they say, you know what, we need this money now. Sorry, coach, but you got to let me out of my commitment because my family needs this financial Well, we're backing. starting to see the likeness and everything slowly start to 
yeah. to be passed in the NCAA, which could be as early as next season. But do you really feel like a player at Memphis is going to make that kind of money uh, to not, make up the difference? Well, not I mean, like you would I at really, Kentucky. I mean, I, Kentucky exactly. players are going to benefit the most from this because Kentucky has the best fans, the most passionate fans, the type of fans who will come out and stand in line for two hours for an autograph and a picture. And not so, every you, university – I mean, I, I would say 95 96% of colleges don't have fans like that. And see, I don't think even going to Duke you're going to make that kind of money. I, I, I don't think the, the fan base is around the Duke area right. to where they're going to make that kind of money either. North Carolina would be a situation. So I think you could at North Carolina, but you're right. I don't think that any, any other place you're going to be in. All right, they're right. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the phone calls. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Just the Cats. Be safe out there. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.